Welcome back, everybody. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Griffin Incorporated. Fucking, fucking, fuck. Florida. And don't forget, we are very proud to be part of the Speak into the mic, dude. Network. Nobody can hear you. Yeah, shut up. And this is the show originally. Take off the mask. The Bradshaw Bourbon Studio. And I'm wearing a Steelers mask because, hey, fuckers, it's Halloween. <laughs> Better than a paper bag, I guess. Oh, yeah, boy, you're not kidding. The old unknown comic days from the uh, Gong Show. Uh, <laughs> welcome in, everybody. We're probably in a much better mood than we should be, considering that ridiculous, scary performance we saw from our Steelers on Sunday. I mean, uh, was it really the worst one we've seen this year? Worst? No, so. no, no. It was ridiculous and scary at times, but we'll, it, we'll get into it was, that. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but I mean, uh, let, let's be honest. Let's just get right into it. Are they? They're, they're really not that good. I mean, can we just be honest? The Jaguars? Yeah, I agree. Terrible. No, yeah, the fucking uh, Steelers. The Steelers oh, are, uh, are a mediocre team. They're not this talent juggernaut that everybody would have you believe. Steelers fans would have you believe that they are. Uh, we're we're a couple years out. Okay. All right. Um, ben is obviously here. Ian is here. Scarps is here on ben location. I won't say where, but he's he's somewhere. Uh, that's not his basement. Uh, we're not allowed to talk anyway, about where Ryan is. We're glad. Well, no, it's you know it's up to him if he wants to share that. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I can, Ian, we can talk. It's fine. That's well, fine. Ian Ian has yeah, a concoction of things next to him right now. He has everything from uh, Halloween candy that clearly he stole from his children. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just fucking mean. Yeah, well, yeah, and uh, <laughs> Ian's children beverages. have a draft. They get to draft ten pieces of candy, and I get, get dressed. Out of <laughs> candy draft. We have a candy draft. Your kids get to draft ten That's pieces fantastic. of candy. Who gets yeah. the number one pick? Youngest to oldest. Oh wow! Yeah, Ian, wow. you do have a you have a big group of kids, so I understand. Is it a snake draft? No. Oh, oh wow, shit. it just goes back to the, the yep. youngest. Youngest to oldest, big Damn. pieces count as two. Full size bars count as two. Damn, oh, man. Ah. That is here's the thing some... though. Yeah. Sugar makes my children insane. So no. they get so much of it that I'm like, okay, you can have this like a, a couple pieces on Halloween night, <laughs> and then you can pick some to eat like one piece a day for the rest of the week, basically. Right, right. right. And you're done. So when we meet Ian's kids, make sure we've got some sugar to give them. <laughs> right, right. Hello, hello, children. Here's sugar. Um, anyway, hey guys, here's some sugar. Right. Wash it down with a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> or two. Uh, okay, let's give the people what they want. Uh, Steelers are four and three, as are the Bengals, as are the Browns, and they are uh, Aaron behind and the Ravens. We're partner. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, welcome in, everybody, and uh, welcome to everybody who uh, is making a special appearance tonight because normally we go on Thursday night, but with the Steelers playing on the short week on Thursday. We decided that tonight would be the night, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, Ian, if you would, uh, give give us one thing all Steelers fans need to accept. <laughs> this team I can't wait is... to hear Ryan's response. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, this team is not good enough to overcome 
giving up big splash touchdown plays, drops on offense, penalties on offense, and bad officiating. They might be good enough to overcome two of those in a game, not three, and certainly not four. Good teams, great teams can overcome all four. We're barely good enough to overcome one in a game. So can can we agree? And and I'm asking you, Ian, can can we agree that if, if they had, if they had simply taken care of the shit they had control of, and and the officiating was still bad. But they taken care of the things they had control of. That they they had a good shot at winning this game. They were they were competitive in this game. They didn't put points on the board. Mm-hmm. You know, they only scored ten. I guess you could say thirteen if you want to count Boswell's <laughs> field goal that got taken away. So yeah, I mean they were they were in the game, but they're not they're not good enough to overcome all those things. They're not good enough to. No. Come out and get one first down in an entire first half, and then expect like, oh, we'll, we'll put it. It's so fucking bad. And, Sorry. Yeah, it is. It's really friggin' bad. I'm they, not gonna argue. They're not good enough to play from behind, but they suck ass coming out of the gate too. So it's yeah, yeah. Sorry, you asked for one thing. I tried to give you well, no, I, I, like I four. but mm. I think those are all. I think what you're saying is the one thing is they can't overcome those many things uh yeah they they can't Uh, but 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 our fans want to want to just put the blame on the officiating and yes the officiating was bad it's terrible but the Steelers didn't do the shit they were supposed to do to win the game which is why Mike Tomlin's not going yeah well if the officiating had been better we would have won he's not trying to make that case that's DJ which I guess we'll talk about at some point yeah, Ben. And, what? Say, say, I'm yeah. sorry. Go, go ahead. Good. I'll, I'll I just get my other point later. Yeah, ben, what's something that that Steelers fans need to accept? Uh, this going defense into is here? not that good. This defense is not that good. Okay. This defense has a couple of or a couple or three good players on it, and everybody else is benefiting by the things that they do. Schematically, they're not good. They're not. The defensive backfield is a fucking mess. It's terrible. This defense is not that good. If you look at them statistically, they're in the bottom five in every major category, except for forced turnovers, where they are very opportunistic because of two guys primarily. Okay. Literally. What what happens is they they force turnovers, which gives the offense a chance. And then we manage to win some, as, as Ryan likes to put it, some rock fights because the defense gives us a shot. By forcing some turnovers, but they're just not that good. This is not a good D. And I mean what I say. The only thing keeping Steelers fans from calling from Terrell Austin's head is that Matt Canada sucks even fucking worse. So if Matt so Canada was if Matt Canada was competent and the offense was semi-clicking and the defense kept allowing these great these gashing fucking plays, especially the run plays, it's like, what the hell is that? Is that not a Steelers defense? And just that just kept happening over and over again. People would be losing their goddamn minds. Terrell Austin's got to go. He needs to be fired. But instead, people are going, oh, no, well, our defense is the only thing we've got. They're, they're the only thing that's keeping us in this game. Are you watching them? So, so for you, it's for fans to accept the fact that the defense is not as good as this defense think it is. This defense is not even a top 20 defense. <laughs> This defense is the ugly kid at fat camp. Sorry, the skinny kid at fat camp. <laughs> sorry, whatever. I've had some drinks. <laughs> Call God. Um, let me interject for a second. 
Um, yes. The thing that the thing that Steelers fans need to understand is that this team, regardless of how many one possession games they may win, are not the Steelers that you remember, and no. they they don't have. Listen, say what you want about Ben Roethlisberger. But Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and the dude knew how to win. And for all the Steelers fans that say, oh, Kenny's clutch Kenny, Kenny clutch, bullshit. And I, and I want to be real about that. God damn it, Ben, let me make my point before you sign. <laughs> I'm, in an, I'm in a holiday at Express in a Georgia. I got, the, <laughs> I got the ghost of Dwayne Allman in my bathroom. I got little feet playing. I got little feet playing at the edge of my bed, okay? I'd be willing to be moving. There's a little feet reference for all you, for all you the fans. Are you out there. Drinking? Oh, I went to the Circle K about five minutes ago. I ran oh, oh there to get some white. <laughs> yes, scarf. I thought that I ran, was old German. I seriously thought I, that was old German. You were drinking. Well, it, uh, old German for I didn't get shot in Atlanta on my run there and back. But the point is, these are not your same Steelers that you rooted for, and. Yeah. I mean that in a bad way. Um, the the you know the four and zero in right yeah four and zero in one possession games yep. is is the is the anomaly here because Ben you're right and Ian you're right this team is not good enough to overcome certain things. Um, their coordinator's not good. Their quarterback is not good. Their offensive line, the revamped offensive line is not good. They're playing the wrong running back at RB1. And um, <laughs> thank you, Ian. Oh, that's Ian. Hey, I know that guy. Um, but anyway. Now here's a guy. They're not – no matter what their record is, they're not the Steelers that you thought that you think they are. And that is a credit to the Steelers that they, that you thought they are. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> they are who yes. they thought they are. That's no, a no, no. To the, no. That's a credit to those guys that, that they, they are not this. They are not the Steelers that, that you thought they are. And that is a credit to the Steelers that you thought they aren't. They're that you thought they are. Sorry, are. Yes. Yeah, it's a credit to the guys that that created the expectations that you now have because they were mm -hmm. so goddamn good. I agree with Thank you. you it's a compliment for that. But I don't think that Kenny's not clutch. I just I'm going to say it. He sucks for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden, he becomes a competent quarterback. It's like, dude, where the fuck were you for 45 minutes? This is why you're not a good quarterback. This, this thing, it takes you 45 minutes to warm up. Well, it, it, Ben used how, to warm up in the fucking tunnel and come out and throw for 500. How bad does, does it make the whole situation that the guy that's coming in to oppose Kenny Pickett this week threw four TDs in his, in his debut game in the national football league. And then yeah, he ate I, some I, bananas with the peel on. Yeah. He is an odd duck in that way, but I, I mean, his coffee. What Pete, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I agree with you guys. I like little feet. I also like Kenny. He needs a coach. Oh yeah. All Bernie right. McCluskey. Bernie McCluskey. 
Uh, Sailing for Columbus, me and Bernie McCluskey. Call God. <laughs> I wonder if Bernie's really Matt Smith. Who's I just, am. You know, I don't give a shit. Hey, I'm we love Matt Smith. And I'm going to stop. What are you Sorry. stopping with? Stop, well, yeah, where are you <laughs> stopping? <laughs> what, what, yeah, you've already run to the Circle K for God's sakes. Oh, um, I got another mango in the fridge. I'm ready oh, to go. Let's okay. go. All right, <laughs> Ryan. Question for you: On is the Circle K in Atlanta more or less shady than the White Castle in Indianapolis? Oh, Ooh. oh! The Circle K. You have to listen Atlanta. to another show to know the reference. The here. Circle K in Atlanta is uh, the Taj Mahal when it comes to <laughs> the, the White Castle in Indianapolis. At least, at least back in 2014 ish. So yes, <laughs> very nice people. No, Atlanta. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give a plug to Atlanta right now. Atlanta. If you've never been to Atlanta, um, uh. It is navigable, and it is the Unlike Mercedes. Ba- yes, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, it is very strategically placed. Uh, the Mercedes Benz Superdome. I've never been in it, but I've been around it, and it is immaculate. Um, the State Farm Arena. I saw a Hawks game last night. It was beautiful. Um, there's plenty of music clubs. Um, the food is really good. Um, and there's a lot of history here, and uh, so if you're ever in the area, please, please come down. Um, and if Atlanta, the city of Atlanta is listening for a sponsor, let me know. So I was just gonna say, I, I think you just did a PSA for uh, the Atlanta Visitors Bureau, uh, but I'm sure they appreciate it. It was uh, tremendous. Um, let's talk a little bit about the officiating because uh, it, clearly it, it was the elephant in the room. And I think every one of us on this program uh, does not in any way, shape or form believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers lost that game because of the officiating there. Uh, you, you have to, as Ian was pointing out, you have to overcome that stuff. Um and it's hard. It's hard, especially when one of those calls is so awful. It takes points off the board. I, I get it. I get it. But uh, to to the bigger point, Ian um, is <laughs> calling this... on the guy who hates officials and has hold, held grudges for like decades. All right. Well, I, I mean, come on. I, I I'm not a very wise man. man he, but, he is. You know, it seemed like obvious. The encyclopedia of shitty officiating. I, I, I mean, but but what is? I, I mean, and, and I was pissed because it it makes it so damn unwatchable. When when this stuff is going on, what what can we do? Can you do anything? Yeah, Mark's going. I'm the guy. I'm gonna stop I'm watching done. the NFL. This is fucking bullshit. I'm like, yeah, okay, oh. we believe you, slugger. Sure, whatever you say. True, <laughs> true story in the SC Blitz <laughs> private chat that Ben right away was like, shut the fuck up, Mark. You're still gonna watch every. Oh, I had it coming. I was just pissed. <laughs> I I I was so pissed. I I, I just. Anyway, Ian, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything that can be done? No. Um, because the NFL doesn't care. They, they don't care, right? They haven't cared for years. They care about making money. They're going to make money on their product. And it's not just Alan X crew that was bad. It's not just, you know, Phil Luckett making multiple mistakes of a coin toss and calling Vinny Testaverde in the end zone when his helmet was on the goal line and then running into a Saints receiver who was wide open down the field. It's not like Jeff Triplett being 
completely clueless. Um, you know, it, it's not Scott Green Holy giving shit. hope to all the legally blind people that they could someday have a profession as a professional <laughs> referee. <laughs> it's more than that. You know, they've they've the problem is the the problem is not necessarily the guys. The problem is the consistency. Bad calls are going to happen. Yes. My issue always has been consistency. That if you're going to call roughing the passer on Keanu Neal for a textbook tackle oh. in the midsection because you can't hit him high, you can't hit him low, you can't hit him with the crown of your helmet, you can't put your body weight on him, so you got to hit him with your shoulder, you got to turn your body to the side, you got to gently cradle them and lay them on the ground nice and soft like you're laying a baby to bed. He did pretty much all that and still got flagged for roughing the passer. And then, you know, Kenny gets smoked yep. later after the throw than what Lawrence got hit and no flag comes out. So it's it's the consistency thing. That's what's always gotten me is if something's a penalty, it's a penalty. If you're going to not call it a penalty, even if it is, just be consistent about it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not going to call a quarterback getting destroyed that for roughing the passer, then okay, the same standard has to apply to Patrick Mahomes, to you yeah. know, to Aaron Rodgers. It's supposed Brady, to, but we know else. it doesn't. We know it doesn't, right, yep. exactly. Um, but honestly... It's not just the NFL. Officials in every sport are terrible. I mean, you watch any sport, there's people complaining about the officials. And even sports like European soccer that have video review to try and correct Still things, people bitch about that. So there's there's no perfect system. Um, you know, the, the closest thing to a perfect system probably <laughs> is like... <laughs> Aaron's coming that. in firing. You gotta read that. Yeah, that's good. You gotta that's read really that. Good. Um, so the people that aren't watching, you gotta read that. Yeah, uh, we just had a comment, and uh, Ian has a wall of referees like Charlie in Always Sunny looking for Pepe Silvia. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I will cut this rant short. Uh, the NFL is not going to do anything because they're still making money hand over fist, right? The the reason that the replacement referees you know only lasted so long was because they like badly screwed up a call on national tv mm -hmm. and it was like whoa we got to bring like our real referees back yeah that said i think the nfl is the only industry that exists in america where part-time employees can be so bad at their jobs they not only get to keep their jobs but have people advocating for them to be made full-time employees People are out there like, well, this is why we need full-time refs. I'm like, these are the assholes they're promoting, right? Mm -hmm. Alan Eck mm -hmm. was an umpire on the Jesse James crew, and they promoted him to referee. They're like, this guy's got a great body of work. We're going to give him more responsibility. <laughs> well, you know, like these are – it's not like they're going to suddenly go out and find competent officials to be full-time employees. They're going to take the guys they already have and make them full-time, and these guys suck. Ben, you and I are the oldest in this group. Do, do you remember officiating being this bad or inconsistent when when we were younger? Yeah, but uh, it, it wasn't as scrutinized. It wasn't it wasn't as scrutinized because you didn't have the high definition television sitting in your living True. room. You didn't have high definition cameras. Um, replay would come back and what it would replay something once, right? Maybe twice, right? 
Um, you know, we'd we'd look at some things. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Remember that that Oilers game, that playoff game? Mike Renfro. Mike Renfro caught that ball. 89? They called it incomplete. Yeah. Oh, that's the first and, game uh, I remember seeing. They kicked that, that field goal at the end, right? The when I, when I saw that live, I was like, nah, nah, he didn't. Nah, he didn't. Yeah. And then you, you see you see NFL films later, and you're like, oh, shit, he did catch that ball. He, he did. He got oh, no, two feet in bounds. 79. 79. Yeah. Okay. Not 89. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there I was still one in 89, Steelers, though. That was, I think yeah. the Steelers still would have won that game, but it wasn't fair. That was not right. That was not cool. That was not okay because it it did it took six points off the board. That that yep. was a big deal. Yep. Um. So you know shit like that. At the time, nobody looked at it. Everybody's like, eh, whatever, you know. You know. And then NFL Films goes in and parses it out. And and, and there was no social media to to keep nah. it going either. Exactly to, yeah. to keep the fans. You know. Oh my god! Are you fucking kidding me? Ah! You know. I mean, Sunday, <laughs> those two hits. Where Neil gets called for roughing, mm-hmm. and then Kenny gets hit later, and there's no call. Somebody already had a mashup of that before the game was over. Before the game was oh, over. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was on social media, and we Within were like, minutes, yeah, yeah. Yep. We were like, yeah, what the fuck? You know, scarps. <sighs> yeah. Um, the one thing I've I've always stressed is consistency. Um, and there were, you know, because of social media, and I will say this, because of social media, I saw a couple calls on the Steelers that weren't called that didn't benefit the Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I say that as, like, I just care about consistency. Like, yeah, there's holding on every play. Let's be real. There's holding on every play. Um, but even that – even that 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 Boswell field goal that was the Boswell field goal that was not allowed mm-hmm. um, by the rule by the rule the offense has to be behind the football. That's what the rule says. The offensive line has to be yep. behind the football, but they never fucking call that. They never call right. that, and no, and right. and that's a, like the, that was the thing that Steratore said right afterward. He was like, that "You're." You're coached not to look for guys cheating up on the ball in kick situations. In short yardage situations, you are absolutely taught to look for those yes. guys so, pulling that shit. Yeah. But the that but the, the fact that, that one but, of the one of the Jags lined up in the neutral zone as well, and, and that there's no call. But 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 that's the thing. So by the rule, the Jaguars guy is actually allowed to have a little little bit more room. But the Steelers guy isn't. But they never call that. No. It's the same thing as in, in whether you want to admit this or not. The Jesse James play is a terrible call, but it's it's something that was okayed by the rule. And yeah. I know that's – I'm just being real. No, you're like, right. Like, I want, you're right. I want to be no, real. I agree right with you. It was a so, shitty rule, and that's why they changed it. So, exactly. So, like – you know this, like, and here for everybody listening, the Steelers are not the only team that ever gets calls or doesn't get calls. And I mm-hmm. say that because the week prior, uh, they got a favorable spot on a fourth down by Katie, Kenny Pickett, and not one Steelers fan was bitching about that. And they should be <laughs> because they should be because it was Steelers free. Chick refs not digging it. 
And I'm going to say this. I just want to say this out loud. I have never seen so many grown-ass men on Twitter bash a female as much as the side judge who was a female the other day mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the couple times mm-hmm. she made a judgment call on something. And we always promote equality, and yet we do bring female officials into the game. And at the moment a female official makes a mistake, Steelers, grown-ass men, go to Twitter and say, a woman did this or a woman did that. It's like, come on. Like, and she wasn't, you know what? And just hold on, hold on. Yeah. I'm drunk. Let me finish. Yeah, absolutely. The, the tank Bigsby, (laughs) the tank Bigsby, the tank Bigsby fumble. And Ben, we argued about this on the private chat, but Gene Serator basically said that tanks Bigsby, that tank Bigsby fumble if they called it a non-fumble on the field, it would have stayed. stayed. If they called it on a, if they called it a fumble on the field, it would have stayed. So either way, whatever way they called it on the field, it would have stayed. And she called it a non-fumble. And and yeah. Steelers grown ass men went to Twitter and said, "Oh, the guy official had to come over and say, no, you're wrong, you're wrong.' It doesn't matter. We shouldn't be downing yep. female officials because of their sex." Or gender. You're efficient. Do you have fucking eyes that work? Do you, if you have well, eyes that work, and you she called it right. Up. Actually, no, she actually no. called it right. I, I, I don't have an issue with female female officials. I do not. If if you can see the play, you know the rule, and you can keep up with the players. Who fucking cares what your gender is? Can you do it or not? Because there are Sarah, plenty of male. Sarah Thomas as, as, has been fantastic. As, I think, as Ian brought up earlier, I think, with the I think she did years. fine. She actually called They're, it right, and they called yeah. it wrong on the, the replacement field. refs fucking sucked they were all male they were terrible all right i, I so don't it's not a gender Ben's burner. i love you though l- look I, I don't know what this particular official's um resume is but but it she reminded me of almost like that that kid who's been studying up to to umpire little league baseball gets the opportunity and has studied the rules so well, so well that, 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 that she doesn't understand the, the, the kind of gamesmanship that goes on and stuff during the course of a game. And she just called it because she saw that and said, Oh, that's what I read in the rule book. So it's gotta be a foul. It's gotta be a flag. That's what I felt like getting back to consistency. Yes. That that's my whole point. I don't give a shit. Who calls the games? No. I don't care. Male, female, trans, don't care. And I want to make that clear. As long as they're consistent, I don't care. And there's too much money involved in this game where, like, how many people, like, like that, that that's a real thing. There, The NFL used to, the NFL used to be like, oh, we're not involved in gambling. No, 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 we're not. And now all of a sudden, every commercial break is fire up, fire up this five-team parlay or whatever. Okay, so... If you bet, if you bet the Steelers, if you bet the Steelers the other day out of heart or out of brain, you're like, the ref screwed me. This is bullshit. And like that, that turns people off. But don't you, don't you think that's actually a good point? I I think the NFL loves this shit. 
I think they absolutely love it because it's got idiots like us spending 10 minutes on our podcast when we should be talking about the Steelers. We're talking about officials. And if Which we're is fucking it, bullshit. The officials if, should basically be invisible. Yes. They should call the, yes. the right shit, and they should not impact the outcome of games. No. Bad calls will happen. Do, but we, yeah. we're pissed. I, 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 did, I did like Tomlin fucking dressing her down. Saying, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. The, that, I think that's I don't the other think thing, it was, though. That he, he did that after the field goal attempt, and then she called the guy down by contact. And I think, like, Steelers Twitter out there watching the game and being on their phones is like, you know, so, somewhere in their head they're like, regardless of female official, male official, whoever, it's like, Tomlin yelled at this official, and yeah. then they made another bad call against us that just like compounded things for people yes. too. Yeah, but she'd been making bad calls. They've been making the crew had been making bad calls all fucking game. That had nothing to do with it. I just appreciated the fact that he yelled at her. I, and, I, you know what I mean? I, and, I I I see your point, and I don't disagree. For the masses, they're like, "Oh, that's the retribution for him yelling." No, it wasn't. They've been, they'd already been making bad calls before that. It, this it is just another one. Be, and I want to be clear: it didn't matter who was on that sideline at that time. They were going to feel Tomlin's <laughs> wrath. Oh, yeah, absolutely! Like there was man, man fucking, woman, dog. Yeah. Oh my god! Look at Burner's comment. <laughs> yeah, I just I but, no. I can't read but, that out loud, but they were, uh, it's no, a good I one. Like Tomlin, and you know what? Like Tomlin was pissed, and I understand why he was pissed. I totally understand why he was pissed. It just so happened that there was a female official on that side of the field at the time, but it didn't matter if it was a male or female no. or whoever. No. He nah. was pissed, and I get why he was pissed, but also he wasn't so pissed the week before when that Kenny Pickett fourth down, yeah. the fourth down snake was and, and, and that, was, that was my point earlier on when I said, you know, if the Steelers had just taken care of business, taken care of the, the shit that they had control of, mm-hmm. would the bad officiating have mattered? I don't think so. I, I really don't. I think if they had just done the things they needed to do mm-hmm. and executed properly, caught the fucking ball. DJ had two early yeah. drops that were killers. They were fucking backbreakers. Oh. One of them was a potential touchdown. Bro, bounced off his hands. The dude can, just can actually can. Yeah, I, I, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I, yeah, let's, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What are you eating? Kit Kat. He's eating Halloween candy. Halloween candy. Uh, if you're eating Halloween candy, you stole from your poor, defenseless children. <laughs> They're not poor or defenseless, but okay. Um, I actually, this may have been one of the better games. Matt Canada game planned at the beginning. There were opportunities that the players did not execute. That first yeah. play to Johnson was a good play call. Triangle read. The read was perfect. The throw was perfect. Everything was perfect. And he dropped it. Yeah. Like, dude, you yeah. can't fucking do that. Yeah. Like the, the first play of the game, you know, I mean, we scrutinize the Steelers for not coming out quick for not putting points on the board. I mean, he catches that. He's right between the safeties. Even if the safeties converge on him and bring him down, they're probably on the edge of Boz's field goal range at that point. Like, mm-hmm. they're, you know, that was a, a really good play call that the players just didn't execute. There were some other, there were some bad play calls. Don't get me wrong. Like, a pitch play to Connor Hayward in the red zone is dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, 
the the sort of inside out crossing rub route that DJ and Connor Hayward ran the following play on third down that had DJ wide open in the end zone. Like that was a, a good play call right there. Um, so he, he the one that had DJ had, wide open in the in the end zone for a fucking layup touchdown that we yeah. couldn't we couldn't complete because he threw the ball behind him. Mm-hmm. The ball was late. I don't uh, anyway. Sorry. I I had this Law conversation. Bishop. Hello, sir. Uh, my I, my point is, yeah. The failings in this game. There were some bad play calls, but I think the failings in this game were more on the players than it was on the coaches. And, and we've talked a lot about execution versus what's being yeah, asked. I, I'm going to second that, execute. especially the offensive line. It was terrible, Ian. You're right. Yeah, and and I I just want to add too that you know I had this conversation uh, tonight with with a guy that lives down around the corner. He's a he's a Steelers fan and stopped by while I was uh, you know chucking out the candy to the children, and and he he talked about the same thing that Ian just did. He he said sometimes Matt Canada is not the problem mm-hmm. when when you call a play and it's there and the players can't execute it. How is that Matt Canada's fault? And and look, mm-hmm. it's a fair point. Uh, it is. It's a fair point, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that Matt Canada this be brought back. That's not what post. I'm saying. Um, I'm just simply saying that sometimes he does get it right, and it's on the players to get it uh, uh, right as to get well. It and fucking done. Yeah. You know, um, I I don't know why uh, Streamyard has a problem with me swearing in the chat, but it does. So fuck you, Johnny. All uh, right. Thank you very much for that. We, uh, it's at the 34-minute mark for those keeping score at home. Uh, first one tonight. Uh, Scarps is trying to talk, but he's muted. Uh, here's a guy who doesn't know how to unmute Here's himself. a guy who doesn't realize he's muted. Now, here's a guy that's so drunk, he doesn't know he's muted. No, he no, here's a guy. no, 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 no. Now, here's a guy that's talking to the ghost of Dwayne Allman in his corner because he's in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Whipping post. You know, I've been tied there. Um, oh yeah, baby. You know, the the thing about Canada is in in he is okay. Matt Canada is not the answer. I'm just gonna be real. Matt Canada is not the answer, but he's not always the problem, right? Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. always the problem. And can, can can we talk about Dan Moore? The Wait, wait, wait. wait. Drunk-ass Ryan is making a very salient point here. Let him finish. Is he salient? I don't know that he's made one tonight, but okay. Here we go. Holy shit. Shot fired, baby. I'm going to have to get this other mango white claw fucking 25 ounces. Mango, that's that's, that's, uh, Mark's favorite. So, so, Matt Cannon isn't always the problem. He's not always the answer. Right. But he's not, he's definitely not the, he's definitely not the, he's definitely not the solution. Okay. No, no. But I will say, I will say that um, he wasn't the problem against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And I want to be like, he they, was. Like, he had moments where he was. He he he, he was. It was bad. Over, it okay, okay. It wasn't as give bad me, as usual. Give me my time. Okay. <laughs> oh. The the. I'm gonna put the, a timer up for you. No, 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 no. That's actually they, a good point. They. Okay, and I and I want to be real now. Uh, Canada is not the solution, 
But the fucking quarterback can make a fucking throw every once in a while. I want to be real. I want to be real about that. You know, the most pro-ready whatever uh, couldn't fucking hit George Pickens. He couldn't hit Deontay Johnson when he was fucking wide open in the end zone. And you can say, listen, Canada is not the answer, and I don't want him here next year. I do not want him here next year. But it is not all him. And 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 I want to make that perfectly clear. I think we all and, agree on this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. That's great. And the you can talk about Dan Moore. I didn't think Dan Moore actually played that bad. Um, he played awful this game. It was terrible. It was terrible. Chooks, arguably worse, but definitely just as bad. Our tackles were fucking horrible. They literally got their asses kicked for 60 minutes. And and the Jaguars, their defensive line, their defensive line actually wasn't their strong point. It really wasn't. George Pickens it, talks about that. George Pickens talks about the Hope defense, but their defensive line was actually not that, their strong point. That really point. worked out pretty well for George Pickens, didn't it? One catch for 22 yards. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, fucking we'll get our only touchdown of the game, but yeah. yeah. Kip we'll, Wingard. Kip Wingard. I mean, he, 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 did, he did get <laughs> fucked on the one route where – where uh, Pickett threw to what three yards too short, and at least three, maybe five yards yeah. too short. Uh, it, it, okay, so if we're going to talk about Canada, I, I mean, we got to we got to continue Canada. the conversation about Pickett too. I, I I mean, he made some just awful throws. State of the Steelers, uh, you make a very good point, sir. You're right, and I I hate Mason Rudolph, but and I'm I'm trying as hard as I can to support Kenny because he's a Steeler now. But of course. He played like shit on Sunday. I mean, and he's gonna he's gonna give it a go on Thursday night. To uh, his credit, he is okay. pissed because he knows he played like shit on Sunday, yep. and he wants to come back and and play harder. And and it's funny today that Mitch Trubisky, right after Kenny Pickett talked, Mitch Trubisky said he didn't want to talk today, and he was pissed off about it. Does that make you think that? maybe they gave Mitch the idea that he was going to start on Thursday and Kenny came out and was like, no, I'm going to start. Everything's fine. Just like, just like, just like on Sunday, the report was Kenny Pickett was fine. He was going to come back and didn't, didn't come back. Came back to the field. So is there a little, is there a little extra, is there a little extra? Wash my hands. Look at these. (laughs) Is there a little something there? Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I, I think maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Is there pressure on Kenny Pickett to to do what Big Ben always did, which was, yes, we heard about every single injury he had, but the son of a gun played hurt a lot. Uh, is there pressure on Kenny to do the same? Uh, maybe no, a little I, bit. I, I No, I, I think that, that Ben was a drama queen, mm. drama king, whatever the fuck you want to say. Big time. All, Big time. Little, little Paul Pierce. To his personality there, yes. you know, if he could have worked it out so he could have been carted off the field on a stretcher and then come back into a game, played the same day. Yep. Um, no, they won't, Burner. They're not looking at a quarterback this year. No, his, his question know, is when. That's a good when. question. His question is when. It's, it's that's okay, really let, let's take that question next. Let's finish Ben and okay. whether or not there's pressure on on Kenny to do the same thing. 
I don't think that's the case, especially in today's NFL where they try to be very conservative with quarterbacks. However, I think that his personality is such that he wants to come out and he wants to be the guy mm-hmm. and he wants another opportunity and he wants it. He wants to be that guy at the end of the game with the ball in his hand who can make the play to win the game. He wants to be that guy. Like his intangibles are yeah, love it off the charts. They're fantastic. Yep. It's just that physically he's not that talented. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I'm just, I'm saying it. Okay. I, I, and if he can, if he can convert the gifts that he does have, into smarter play you know he's a smart guy he's gonna have to go off script a little bit because this thing he's got going with Canada isn't working Mm -hmm. and he he, when plays are broken that's when he has more success that in play action when he's sticking to the script and trying to go through his reads the way that they're scripted out he's not good let's just say it and he's not a guy who can throw off his back foot and make the big throw he's not that guy because he doesn't have a big arm and he's not the guy who is good at staying in the pocket and and going through his progressions. He needs he needs to the, the pocket needs to slide or yeah. he the the play needs to break or he needs to go off script and and Dude. do what works for him and and ignore that yeah, I know this is my third read, but I know this guy's going to be open because I'm looking at the way the safety's playing him and this is he's not going. good enough. It, it it did you guys not, happen to notice? Physically, he's not good enough. Okay, but what he's yeah. got to do is convert the gifts that he does have into smarter play, and at least he can be competent. He's never gonna be a great quarterback. It's never gonna happen. I I know that people will hate me for saying that. It just is never ever going no. to happen. He, he's never, never gonna be a med upper echelon. It's he's never not, gonna no. be a top fifteen quarterback. I don't think. I, I had to laugh. Maybe you guys caught this too. I think it was Trubisky's maybe third or fourth play. He got a little bit of pressure, and he did the the picket spin out to to his left. I, I I just I was like, holy shit! Are they like working on this in practice every day? Just do your bail to the left as soon as you the, see pressure. The I, I best was... the best quarterback on the Steelers roster right now is not on the Steelers roster right now. That doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. The best quarterback in the Steelers roster right now is not on the Steelers quarter roster right now. Yeah. So who is that person? So is this guy on the practice squad? No, the whole point is he's not currently on the Steelers. <laughs> the Dude, Ryan's point is no, Ryan's Ryan's point is Yeah, but I'm telling I you. Say, I <laughs> Ryan is saying that we could go out and draft or I get it. Well, somebody. I get what Ryan's saying. He just isn't saying it right. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the best the listen best, here. <laughs> the Steelers, the Steelers' best option at quarterback is not currently on the roster. Yes. Right? yes. I get it. Thank you, Benjamin. Well, unfortunately, the Vikings <laughs> traded for Josh Dobbs. I was so going to say who, who would him. Take Josh no, Dobbs we, right. we, okay. I'm sorry, Josh. Josh Dobbs is is flighty. Okay, he has good games and he has terrible games. Remember that Oakland game. When he came in for Ben, when Ben when Ben went up and couldn't get yes. the fucking MRI, yeah. and how bad badly X- he played. Bad he X-ray shit, machine. He shit the fucking bed. Absolutely shit the bed. We we should Landry fucking Jones would have won that game. Yeah, yeah. How no, many I, white I, claws I, does it take to find a quarterback? You know, Johnny, you should know. You drink white claw yourself. 
So don't give Ryan any <laughs> shit about oh, that. Oh, wow. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, slam bam. Uh, since we're staying with the offense, let's talk about Mr. George Pickens, okay? Uh, it's look, it's not his fault that that Pickett short armed him on a on a really nice route that he ran. He had four yards on the dude, and the pass was just brutal. Johnny uh, gave me this koozie, by the way. But but at the same time, you know, when the Jags DBs are talking about him after the game, uh, shut up, George. Uh, <laughs> shut up, man. Just just dude, now at that at the same time, get him the damn ball. Yeah, what, and four the, targets yeah. total? Yeah, right. Five? You got to get this kid the ball. I, I mean, I don't care if it's on a jet sweep, on a reverse. I, I don't care what you got to do. Put the ball in his hands and just let him do something. And, that, and that's, least... that's kind of my point about Canada not calling a good game. One, yeah, I, I watched it again. I watched the All-22 today. Well, okay, I kind of speed watched it. But basically – he didn't call a good game. He called a better game early than he has called before, but he kept going back to those same stupid fucking those four verts he calls. He, he loves to call comebacks. He four loves to comebacks. call four yep. vert comebacks on third and long. That's it's seriously a technical bull play. They're, he got they're it from fucking, bowl. They're waiting for it. They're like, yeah, this is what I like to call on third and long. <laughs> well, it's going to be easy to defend. Here we go. Here we go. And nobody's open. There's no place to go with the fucking ball. Nope. Because the, the defense is expecting it because this is what the Steelers always do. It's predictable as fuck. They get into the alignment, and they're already expecting it before this ball's even snapped. It's shit like that where it's just like, dude, high school offensive coordinators know better than to call plays the way you call them, and you just keep doing it over and over again. Oh, sooner or later, it's going to work. Shut the fuck Insanity. up. Yeah. God. As another point, annoying as shit. Sorry. As another point, if you take out the four runs by quarterbacks in this game, okay. If you take out the four rushing attempts by quarterbacks, we had as many called runs. So Najee had seven carries, Warren had five, Calvin Austin had two. Ryan is drunk, so I'll save him from doing math. That's 14 rushing attempts. <laughs> oh, I can count. <laughs> so we called 14 rushing attempts this game. Deontay Johnson had 14 targets. George Pickens had five. But, like, we had as many passes to Deontay Johnson as we did rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a sustainable way to run an offense for a quarterback Man. that – can't put the ball in a place where guys can catch it all the time. And it's not like we were down three scores either. Right. Right. We, and we, it was raining. It was, nine it was like three. 40 degrees. It was fucking 9-3 until the middle of the fourth quarter. Or right. third quarter. Sorry, right. third quarter. Right. It was 9-3 until the middle of the third quarter. And yet, people on Twitter are like, no, Najee had his chance. Or no, no, people are like, they didn't try to get Najee. Bullshit. Bullshit. They had plenty of time to get Najee involved. They had so much time to get Najee involved. So so for all the people out there that Najee are Najee Harris Warren. apologists, mm-hmm. that are Najee Harris apologists, he doesn't bring you fucking anything. He had nothing. He had nothing in this game he did, until he didn't that really final drive. I, I will no. say this. And okay. I will also say that. I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to blame him, but. The Jaguars, Jaguars defensive line absolutely kicked the shit out of the Steelers offensive line. 
Badly. Badly. It was embarrassing. Revamped offensive line. It was fucking humiliating. Even Sayamalu, who's been playing pretty well, did not have a good game. Sayamalu. So so I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. If there was a game, if there was a game of why you drafted Najee Harris, it was this game. And he had nothing until that final drive. He had 20 scrimmage yards until that final drive. 20! You know, Ben posted knows this because he plays fantasy football. Well. No, I don't. I wouldn't draft a Najee. I drafted some other bum that has ruined my whole season. (laughs) But the point is, the the point is, like, if you're going to draft, like, okay, can we can we talk about Travis Etienne or no? Or we yeah, don't want yeah. to talk about that. Okay, Go for so, it. he's got a great game. So, and and I'm and I'm gonna give him I'm gonna call out Chris Carter, who's a friend of mine. He's a great, great dude. Chris and seems like he'd be a good dude to sit down and have beers with, to be perfectly he is, I have had beers with Chris so many times. He's a great dude. And we went a little we went back and forth on Twitter uh earlier this week. All love though. That's All because love. you're a dick. Yes, it's definitely me. <laughs> Um, and I said that, you know, Travis Etienne had 150 scrimmage yards, um, and a touchdown and Najee had, you know, 50 something, but only 20, 20 or only, uh, before that previous drive where he got every, every dump every, off, right. you know, he had, he had like 20 yards, 20 yards of mm. scrimmage yards. And Chris said that, well, that, you know, on that, on that wheel route touchdown to Travis Etienne, you know, it should have, should have been an interception and it should And I'm like, dude. What a coulda, shoulda. Yes. It wasn't. And Travis Etienne, you know what? Travis Etienne, he's right. Travis Etienne grounded out that game. He did. He grounded it out. That's what Najee should be doing. But Naj had 20 yards of scrimmage before that final drive. And he was trying to say that, like, no, there's not a difference. And I love Chris. Don't get me wrong. But when you draft a running back in the first round, yeah. you better make sure he has the ability to do a, a, a go route like Travis Etienne did. And, 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 and Travis or Trevor Lawrence, Travis Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence after the, I'm drunk. Trevor Lawrence after the game said that he has never thrown that type of type of ball to. He to said Etienne. that 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 the ball was not supposed to go to Etienne at all. That he was the last option on that play. Yes, and, and instead and, and he yet, ta- he threw him the ball because it was a seed. It was a it, seed. It was, it was just so. Perfect. It was just too good a read to not take advantage of. Right. Basically, it was perfect. It was perfect. Honey hole. It was perfect, it was. but but Chris Chris Carter, who I love, and yeah. Patrick Peterson both said it should have been an, an interception. Well, you know what? Patrick Peterson has said a number of times this year that it should have been an interception, and he's not gotten there. Right. So what the fuck does that tell you? And this Demonte dude, KZ wasn't even close to picking off that ball. Like, yeah, well, the TV, again, oh, I, I was told that, that, was I was told that he should have had it. He wasn't fucking, you're right, Ian. He wasn't fucking close. Come on. That should have been picked. I'm drunk. Call and to his credit, Joey I, I Porter gonna, Jr. said I, I, he blew I, it. 
I, I want to go back to – he did. Joey said – He owned uh, it. I had the running back, and I don't know if I believe him. I think he was just basically trying to quell the controversy. Maybe. And just be a good teammate. I don't really care. Um, the Steelers as a team blew the fucking play. So back to Najee real quickly. I will die on this hill. <laughs> I fucking – I will die on it. Najee needs to lose 20 or 25 pounds. He does. The yeah, dude I, I don't has no fucking – burst he's stronger than shit he's so slow he's yeah. got good hands but he's got no burst at all and he's a he's an nfl running back dude you can't play at 245 you are not jerome bettis i'm sorry you can't no. do it no no and and, he, and no. i sorry go ahead no i i was just gonna say you're not derrick henry either i, I mean it's just well, derrick henry's a tall thursday right Derrick right, Henry's but, tall and heavy. No, I, I, that's why he right. carries so much fucking weight. He's like, he's big. Yeah, but like, but he still maintains a fucking linebacker. He still has burst and speed though too. I mean, God, Najee just. I mean, watch watching him hit the line is just it it, it, it like it's it, pathetic. It's and, that it, it, and, I mean, it's 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 almost. I'm sorry, it's as bad as watching DJ running that East West shit. Where he's trying to find room to, to burst forward. And you're just like, dude, if you would just burst forward, you get an extra three or four yards every time mm -hmm. you caught the goddamn mm -hmm. ball. Instead, mm -hmm. you go this way and you get nothing. And and knock Naj, it off. Naj misses and and, and I, I understand it at the time, whatever, but when you watch the all twenty two, Naj misses so many holes. The same way that DJ well, catches a ball does, and runs backwards. This is one he of the catches a ball. This is backwards. one of the reasons that I, I think that, that Canada's offense is inflexible. Naj goes to where the hole is supposed to be. He goes to where the blockers are, but they're getting their asses kicked. I was about to make and a really inappropriate of, comment. So. Instead, of, instead of just going over here where there is a fucking hole, like a running back <laughs> would do because he's just like, eh, whatever, there's a hole over here, I'm going this way. Well, because that's he the goes, way it worked in practice. Yeah, he goes where the hole is supposed to be, and there is no fucking hole because our offensive line is not run blocking well and it's inflexible. So he is taught to run the ball that way. He is coached to do so. Are you, you suggesting that he's supposed to run to the glory hole? <laughs> the glory hole. Yeah, keep it going. But <laughs> my point is this: there is yes. no Big flexibility. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm serious. There's no flexibility in this fucking offense. That is the problem. It's not about how it being too complicated or anything else, any of that shit. It's that there's no flexibility. Guys are not allowed to react to the situation. Uh, That's the problem. They're faced with something they didn't think they were going to see. They're not allowed to react to it. There's a whole gaping fucking hole over here to your left, but you're supposed to go to where the blockers are right here on the right, and they're all jammed up, and there is no fucking hole. But it doesn't matter. That's what you were coached to do. Always go here. The coaching in this situation, as Ryan likes to put it, fucking matters. It matters. Um, does Tomlin is Tomlin in denial a little bit with a regards bit? with regards to both Najee and this offense in general, or no. or are his hands tied and he can't do anything about it? Yeah, I think he's kind of fucked. Perfectly honest. Yeah. He, so, he can't, yeah. Go on. I I think. All right. So we all we all kind of saw. 
right. Wow, dude. Uh, it was the last time which, we do a Tuesday. Which hole? Show. Which hole was that? Which hole? Were bung. We the bung hole. The, the five hole? <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. <laughs> Naja was apparently really good at hitting the hole in college. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I digress. All right. <laughs> We, oh, I, I think everybody has seen or at least heard of kind of what happened with Pat Narduzzi in his press, press conference last week where he kind of said, like, you know, basically our players aren't good enough. And then all his players were, you know, a bunch of players were quote tweeting shit on Twitter. Like, you know, oh, what the fuck? Like, this is how you lose a locker room, all that stuff. So, like, well, Tomlin, I mean, he, he basically was like, hey, man, there's a bus. You guys need to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, well. <laughs> There's, Bad doozy this shit. week. There's, there. I'm not as drunk as Scarps, so I'm gonna try and make a point. But I don't know if I'm Why? Looking. Fuck you. I, mean, I love you. I'm just kidding. I love you too. There's, there's layers to it, right? So, Tomlin layers. Tomlin can't come out and just like say in the media that his players suck because whether he knows it or not, he can't come out and say it. Right. So there's things he knows that he can't say. Right. Secondly. He is pretty much stuck with the guys he has right now because, I mean, yeah, he could bench Najee for Warren, whatever. But also, you know, he doesn't like talking to the media in general. Right. And if he says, like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy isn't performing or whatever, then it's going to become, well, you were part of the the – staff that drafted him like why did you draft him if he sucks and or, or why haven't you and your coaches been able to develop him so i think a yep. lot of what tomlin says or doesn't say yeah. in public is is really almost i don't want to call it self-serving but it's almost like avoidance right it's like yeah, i'm yes. just gonna say as yes. little as possible so i don't have to answer any more questions about what i just said I don't think that Tomlin really gives a fuck how anyone views him. I, I really don't get the sense that he cares. I, I think he just, I think the dude wants to win. His problem is that he's too loyal to his coaches. His, he's and, too and loyal to, to his guys. And that's always been And, a thing and is, to his guys, his players. Yeah. Like yep. he's, he's too loyal to, to, to guys. I don't think he gives a fuck what anyone thinks. I, I, I've never gotten the sense that, yeah. Mike Tomlin gives a flying fuck what anybody yeah. thinks about him, which is a good quality to have I, I, if you're a coach. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. It, you know, I, I just yeah. I don't think he cares whether or not people think he makes good draft choices or not. And I wish kind of yeah. sometimes wish he did because some of his draft choices have sucked. But Kendrick Green. But um <coughs> you know, I'm just I wanna, saying. Uh, I want to move over to the defensive side of the ball here yeah. because uh Oh, we, are we, we going to do that now? Are we going to talk about it this week? It's only we're only an hour in. We're, we're getting there. About oh, believe me, no one's complaining. <laughs> Listen, um, I got a I got a twenty five ouncer from the Circle K in Atlanta or Georgia <laughs> right now, so might as well keep it going. <laughs> hey, Ryan, what, like Ryan, what time you got to be up for work tomorrow, there, buddy? Here's a guy that gets to not be around until about nine o'clock. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, here's a guy that will be up at five. So, piss off. Um, uh, look, me too. Uh, it's like eight o'clock here, though. 
It, yeah. Oh, you fucking West Coast. Fucker. West Coast. Uh, no Minka this week. Uh, we know that we're going to be playing a pretty damn good running back. We know that Minka has had to play much closer to the line of scrimmage due to the fact that we can't stop anybody. Has he? Has he had well, to? Or have, I... have they just deployed him incorrectly? I'm going to go with the latter. I'm sorry. Really? You think they've deployed him incorrectly? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, motherfucking lootly. Really? When you when you have Minka at free safety, you have an elite presence in the backfield. No argument there. Okay, none. When when you put him in a in there as a box safety, he's pretty good, but he's not elite. He ain't elite. No, he's not, he's not making any Pro Bowls this but, year. But you're saying they're putting him there, not because they need to, but because they they choose to. Because they chose to. They Ooh. chose to put him back there okay. as as a guy who's a box safety as opposed to being a fucking free safety where he's an elite guy where he makes shit happen. He's a turnover-causing machine. He's a good tackler. Yeah. And it's great that they put him up on the line and he, he sneaks in behind and makes good tackles behind the line of scrimmage. He's got... He's got tackles for loss this year it's great all that's wonderful mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he has his greatest impact back there at free safety but no argument. he's always around the ball he's always around the ball and when you get a guy like that who's always around the ball who has good hands and he has a great burst he's gonna snatch one of those balls that gets bounced off a receiver's hands and he's gonna take it back and he's gonna take one back to the house it's gonna happen at least once a year maybe twice and you would hope it does yeah KZ can play strong safety in the three safety sets, Matt. <coughs> Just not necessarily in the, you know, in the two safety sets. So, uh, wait a minute. Wait. Freak, I wake up at one, three, and five to relieve my prostate, <laughs> not just five. I was about to say, me too. Let me just tell you right now. Me too. Neil, uh, Keanu Neal is a, uh, is a, he's a, a linebacker. Run- Okay, he's a he's a small linebacker. That's true. All right, fine. He, he really is. What were we talking about? We were talking about the defense. What was? Well, the we were talking about Minka. Okay, well, yes. Minka, Minka ain't playing. So what fucking difference does it make? Um. So what are right? But I what I'm see. saying, I brought it up because how are they Whoa. going to adjust? Okay. It looked like I don't they even know j- that Minka no. is going to be missing. Minka isn't really going to be the problem. The problem is going to be that we are we are seeing our our defensive front coached to penetrate rather than staying in their gaps. <laughs> Holes and penetration all on this. <laughs> Holes and penetration all the same show. They're being uh, coached and gentlemen, to penetrate this show is run by 12-year-olds. <laughs> rather than staying in their fucking gaps. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gap? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. Jesus. So anyway... <laughs> Um, Point being, we are giving up gigantic fucking gains on the ground because of the way these guys are coached. Yes. Dick LeBeau, you couldn't fucking run on him because his guys were taught, you stay in your gap. You stay in your gap. You penetrate. When the guy gets close to you, you move forward. You take his ass down. It's wild. It's wild that um, they retired Dick LeBeau. Um, what do you mean? He, it's he coached, wild. he coached, he coached after 
they you know why after, they retired after him? retired they, they coached at the I, I think I <laughs> think they retired him because he because Tom Brady had his fucking number. No doubt about it. Fucking who didn't who didn't have who didn't Tom Brady have a number? Uh, well, fair. I'm Tom drunk. Brady had everybody's so, number. I agree all with right, you. Yes. All right. Since we're talking safeties, I got a point here. Yeah. The Steelers for years, and this frustrates me to no end, seemingly have gone out in free agency and signed players from bad teams somehow thinking that coming to the Steelers will make them good players. Right. Sometimes they so, get lucky. Most of the sometime, time, not so much. Sometimes they do, but I, yeah. Ian's on a good point here. Yeah. So let's t- make us out, right? So who are our safeties now? It's DeMonte Casey and Keanu Neal. Those two played for the Atlanta Falcons from 2018 through 2020 was when they were primarily starters. Those years, the Falcons went 7-9, and 7-9, and nine, and 4-12. and 12. They were shitty teams. And the Steelers are now like, we'll sign both of their safeties. And then what did they do this offseason? They're like, oh, well, the Minnesota Vikings were the 31st ranked pass defense in the league. We're going to go out and sign Patrick Peterson and Chandon Sullivan. We're going to sign two cornerbacks from the 31st ranked defense in our le- in the league yeah. to improve our pass defense. Do, do you guys Chandon remember? Sullivan fucking sucks. Do you guys remember a time when our, our slot corner was so invisible? I, I mean, well, no, Mark. I mean, let's be frank. If but, he was but Mike visible, Hilton, you knew made wait, an impact. Wait Even a minute, Mollette made an if impact. If our slot corner was invisible, he'd be good by definition. This no, dude stands what? out because he sucks. Right, but but what I'm saying is, you knew that that Arthur Millette, yeah, even Arthur Millette and Mike Hilton were going to make a few nice plays through the course of a game. Sullivan is it, he doesn't do anything. I, I mean, he, he's terrible at rushing the quarterback. I wouldn't call him a great cover guy. I wouldn't call him a great run stopper. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't really. Yeah, and Matt Smith is absolutely correct. Mullet's having a great year in Baltimore, of course. Uh, that's what we do. Wasn't a bad, no. a bad nickel. He he wasn't no. Mike Hilton. Okay, but and I, I tweeted about this this week. Like thinking that you could replace Mike Hilton with Arthur Mullet, which was a step down, and yes. then and then taking it a step further and thinking that you could you could replace Arthur Millette with a bunch of fucking cast-offs was the ultimate fucking arrogance. They did not do enough in the defensive backfield this year. All they had to do was just keep Cam fucking Sutton. They didn't need to sign Patrick Peterson. That was fucking stupid. Yeah. For It was $3 million. Yeah. Which they could, is, they could have in, easily in, afforded In NFL that. terms, that was nothing. It was yeah. fucking nothing. They could have done it easily. Not a problem. Not at all. And he's he's having a great year. Not a surprise. The dude is is a good, a good player. player. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I'm yeah. yeah. But but uh, what what the wait a minute. What was Ian's point before before? What did I miss? <laughs> what, what am I dropping? I said that they signed players from shitty teams. Yes. And expect them to be good was my broader point. Your but, broader point was about that. And well, I don't remember what the fuck. And then I, was I said going to Peterson and Sullivan were on the 31st pass defense, which that defense now has a coordinator who used to coach for the Steelers. And they started the season a little bit slow, but have looked pretty good in recent weeks. Just beat the 49ers to 17. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck, I miss Brian Flores. 
Um, <laughs> that dude can coach. I'm sorry, he, he can coach. Like, no, dude, you're right. They should have. They should have. No, they should have retained him and let fucking Terrell no, Austin go. And it's and it's wild because, sorry, Silda, I got. No, I was just gonna say the drunk guy wants to talk. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild that, and we have talked about this. Is that they? We're all they picked, getting a buzz. They 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 brought on Flores for probably PR reasons, and and that's fine. That's fine. They, they brought was, on Flores. Like Mike Tomlin wanted to do him a solid. Okay, sure. so Mike Tom, so Mike Tomlin wanted to do him a solid, and they kept the wrong coordinator because Mike Tomlin totally. wanted to do Brian Flores a solid. Like, yep. if you want to do Brian Flores a solid, you keep him as the coordinator, and you I say, agree. "Hey, Terrell Austin, I appreciate you, man, but this isn't working anymore." And so, like that, like that gets back to the Canada thing. Let's like, oh, you know, you know, whether it's Art or whoever, been like, you know, we need to keep Terrell Austin. On the whole time, and we didn't keep Matt, Matt Canada on throughout his contract. No, you pay these teams, you pay these teams, you pay these guys to go away because other teams scheme based on those guys. Like, like nobody is scared of Matt Canada's offense, just like nobody is scared of Terrell Austin's defense. I'm scared of his offense now. Yes, that's fine, but but you might be scared of TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, but you're not afraid of anybody else. And that's that's that's, that's what this defense is. That's the thing. I mean, we've we've got a bunch of guys, and and we talked about this amongst ourselves earlier this season and several times. Maybe this week, maybe not. I don't know. But we're we're signing these guys off other teams, and Ian just alluded to the fact that we're signing guys from bad teams. But it, whatever, we're signing these guys that other teams don't want, and we're putting them in as band aids. And like our our off the ball linebackers or inside linebackers this year, we expected them to be so much better. They're not, and it it, it isn't it isn't just their talent. I think that Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander could be better players if they were coached to their strengths, as opposed to the way that that they're trying to to use them. And I the lack of flexibility again i'm going to go back to this thing where our coordinators are not are not using their players to their strengths mm-hmm. they're not letting them react to the situation they're saying this is your responsibility you will do this that's the fucking problem these guys are being to do at, are being asked to do things that that fall outside their wheelhouse okay the only guy that really fits this defense as it's schemed right now at the linebacker position is Landon Roberts. He's basically Vince Williams 2.0. Yeah. He's that dude. Yeah. He had a nice game. Uh, he's He has been solid against yeah. the run. Against the run. When you ask him to cover, sorry, can't do it. That's no, never it, been his it, thing. And we knew that about him. That's never been his thing. Yeah, no. So it's fine. I'm just saying – the way these guys are being deployed is a lot of the problem. The, when they spread the fucking defensive line out and they create these giant gaps, and they're like, yeah, the linebackers will fill it. Then the linebackers come up and they get blown out too. It just a a problem. doesn't yeah. fucking work. 
Guys are um, getting blown out of gaps, and that is our problem along the defensive. Well, it, it is. It's, it's been an issue, and, and I'd also like to note that I think Ian's on his fourth candy bar tonight. Um, is that all? I, I, I feel bad for the children. They're going to wake up tomorrow and think not see any the of their hall. They, yeah, they, think had of the a, they had a candy draft tonight, and Ian's eating their candy. It's just going yeah, to go on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like I'm eating the leftovers from the draft. These were the that's undrafted pieces. Oh, the leftovers. Yeah. That's, these, that's are, just, these are the I, lies. Lies. These are the Jalen Warrens that I'm eating right now. <laughs> the Jalen uh, Speaking of Jalen Warren, this guy, why is he getting fined? Now, for, here's for, a guy. For basically blocking. Dude, that was a bullshit fine. I, that is total horseshit. On. I, I, They're I mean, saying he lowered his head. Into the guy's chest, the dude, the dude is literally seven inches taller than him and outweighs him by a hundred pounds. And you're gonna call that a fucking findable offense. Just are you kidding me? He got him, he got into him twice, and then the guy tossed him to the side like he was a child. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna call that a findable offense. Are you fucking joking? What like 48 grand? 48. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Just, just ridiculous. That's his whole game check. It is. It's his yeah. fucking game check. You know, total fucking oh, horse shit. God, it irritates me. Just irritates me. Um, Jeep do, do owner, have, terrible coordinators. Do we have Casey tonight? Medium, uh, uh, we have I a Casey him the week off. No, we have a Casey dedication from Ian for Pittsburgh. Oh, Uh-oh. lovely, lovely. Okay. I bet it's but not Ryan, gonna be as good as when Ryan writes in. But yeah, probably not. No, no. But we're not no. gonna get there. Yeah, not, uh, not true, not true, not true. Hey, hey, here's the question. Do you you guys think that Casey can get all the way through the dedication without hiccuping? No, no. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you all. Ryan, did you you read it yet, or are you going to do it cold? I'm going to do it fucking cold. (laughs) (laughs) Big Ben Anderson Roethlisberger with a fucking college shot. (laughs) I fucking love it. Here's a guy that had five white cloths and 14 gin and tonics earlier today. <laughs> oh, this is uh, such a great fucking podcast. So the, the guys, the Titans, uh, the Titans were supposed to have been uh, basically tossing in the towel for the season, but then they went and started uh, Will Levis, and he looks like the second coming of Dan fucking Fouts. Um, what? What? I, I mean, now that Derrick Henry ran for over 100 yards, uh, D and, and wasn't like traded and was not traded. So we'll neither was D this week. Um, I you know this is a short week. Tennessee has to travel. Granted, it's not ridiculously far, but um, you know, I, glass this, is half full, huh, Matt? All right this this three game <laughs> this three game homestand is teetering. Um, it's teetering because if we teetering. don't come out of this with a win, uh, then that means we're we're gonna have to beat Green Bay to salvage anything. Well, they Jordan suck. Love does suck, Harry Dirty Ballsacks. So now is that Dirty Harry Ballsacks of a donkey? Donkey balls. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. I've had a little bit to drink and I left that out. I, I apologize. Yeah, I, I think we all have. The all, all have. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've um, had some drinks. Yeah, we we've. That's the motto of this program, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, Scarps, would you like to uh, give your prediction for this Thursday night? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> I've, I've picked against... Stop laughing at me, man. I'm, I'm just saying we've had some drinks. Yeah, okay, my bad. <laughs> That's the yeah. motto of our show. That's fair. Um, I've I've picked against us every week except one, and I even lost that week. So um, <laughs> I'm just gonna. So so, getting back to the point, we were under the impression that Derrick Henry would be traded mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the Rats. Yeah. Um, this. Oh, fuck. This is a tough one because uh, the Titans aren't very good. The Steelers aren't very good. Uh, they both have coaches who I think have both overachieved. Um, but you know what? I'm going to give the edge to the Steelers here. Ooh. I'm going to give the edge to the Steelers here. Wow. Um, wow. Just We're kidding. Now. I'm going to give the edge to the Titans here. Uh, because um, Minka is going to be out, and Derrick Henry is going to have 149 yards rushing, uh, and a and Will Levis is going to throw a bomb to Nuke Hopkins, 23 to 13 Titans. Yeah. Okay. 23, 13 Titans. Ian Levis has a big arm. That's, he does. We've, Powerful. We, we've known that since he was in college. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think coming in that first start, you know, they they did some, I don't want to say off script things because they were on script for them, but they were certainly different than what Ryan Tannehill was doing. Um, that said, I think I'm hoping in this game where our defensive line actually shows up and that what hey, Hayward might play can, can Possible. do some things to make life a little harder on Will Levis and, you know, uh, make him think twice, you know, about where he is in the pocket and what might be coming after him before, you know, uncorking that deep ball. But I mean, Levis is a rookie, so he doesn't really know he's, he, I mean, he's playing with house money at this point, right? You're, you're a rookie you were third on the depth chart a few weeks ago. I mean, Tannehill yeah. got hurt in that one game and they, they brought in Malik Willis and now all of a sudden like Levis yep. is starting. So, I mean, he's playing with house money right now, so he's going to let it rip. I would feel a lot better about this game. If Minka was back there on the back end, I like, honestly, if Minka was playing, I'd say he'd have two picks in this game. Um, but That's strong safety, probably not. Uh, all right. They're, they're using him wrong. You're right. But, but nevertheless, um, I'm going to uh, – the Steelers have a way after they lose of winning a completely ugly game, mm-hmm. yeah. especially at home in prime time. Versus yep. a bad team. This yep. this just seems like it sets up – all right, so, so I'm going to go out on a real limb. I'm going to give you a big prediction here. I'm going to say the, the Steelers are going to – like be leading like six to three at halftime. It's going to be a disgusting yeah. first half, um, but we're going to oh. do like just enough to be leading at halftime. And then we'll find a way to score a touchdown in the second half. And then like Tennessee will score a garbage time touchdown. Maybe Boz gets another field goal. I'll go, I'll go Steelers 19 Titans 15. 
Holy God. odd score, Batman! It's gonna be a weird ass. It, it's just yeah, Thursday nights are weird. They, are, they are weird. Are, are weird ass weird. games. Yeah. And you know why and they're weird? weird? Because it's a fucking short week. It yeah. is. And yeah. and road teams are traditionally terrible on Thursday night right. games. Right. It was just yeah. kind of where I was going with it. Yeah. yeah. Ben, so, go ahead. What do you got? The uh the Titans have got they they just had a nice big win. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, but they're traveling to the Berg. Uh, for Thursday night on a short week after a walkthrough practice uh, with their newly minted quarterback. And it's going to be ugly, ugly, ugly game. Uh, I'm going, uh, I'm going Steelers 13 uh, Titans nine. Holy shit. <laughs> and and no, listen, listen, we're 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 gonna we're gonna hate this fucking game like the entire no, no, game, yeah. the whole game. Like we're gonna be like we're gonna be cussing, yep. Like to, like to the last drive, we're like mother fucking fucking just just fucking put this fucking thing away. <laughs> but it's gonna be that kind of a game. But the Steelers are gonna they just have a way. They just have a way. You guys have seen it how many times? How many times? Yeah. Thirty to six, got their asses kicked. Came back the next week, did it again, and won. Mike Tomlin pulls wins out of his ass, yeah, like he does. Nobody ever. They're gonna do it again this week. I'm just telling you, thirteen I, I, to nine, ugly fucking game. We're gonna be pissed off, all of us, but it's happening. I I, I agree with all you guys. I think it's gonna be incredibly ugly. Um, I I do think. Oh. I Burners. do think that, that George Pickens is is going to make some plays. I think but they have to get him the ball. They just have to get him the ball. Um, I think Derrick Henry's going to have a big day uh, regardless of what happens, but I think ultimately it's going to be a Chris Boswell type of game. And, you know, I'll, I'll go Steelers 16 and Titans 13. I'm the uh, only one to take the Titans. Yeah, God damn. I, I just, I, you know, Ryan, I really wanted to go Titans just because I, I think the Steelers are in some trouble with their injuries. But I, I think on a short week, I think it favors the Steelers a little bit. That's the Claude, uh, real, real quickly, Claude, uh, Kenny's already say, said he's playing. So we, we don't expect Mitch to play. Right, right. Uh, I would 10. like to uh, turn the show over now to uh, Mr. Casey Kasem. <laughs> this uh, is going to be ugly. Who, uh, who's going to <laughs> Thanks, read a, a letter You're from, uh, from uh, Ian, I believe. Casey. Did you notice that Johnny uh, Johnny had a, uh, a politically a gender, um, politically correct post up here? When he's, how many jello shots did they have in the chat? <laughs> Because he wanted to make sure that he didn't offend anybody. It's very nice of you, Johnny. Well, thank you're you so, for pointing that out, Ben. You're so we politically are... correct. You... <laughs> we... I'm stopping now. Uh, if if, uh, if Casey Kasem could join us now, please. Thank you. <clears throat> here's a guy. That's... <laughs> here's a guy. Hey, here's a guy. Welcome. Oh, welcome, everyone, to the week that was October 31st, 1981. And that's accepting of everyone that joins in. Here we go. Ian for Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I hope you have plenty of leftover candy from the trick-or-treaters that you can keep for yourself. Speaking of trick-or-treating, I was really hoping the Steelers would dress up like an NFL team this week. But unfortunately, 
They still look like a, they still oh got him drunk. They still look like an offense <laughs> that wouldn't succeed in the Sun Belt and a defense that looks like Wally Coyote trying to stop the Roadrunner. Hashtag Acme. Speaking of animals, it was sure a zoo at the Akershore Stadium on Sunday. That's the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. The Steelers had to play against the Jaguars and Zebras all at once. Casey, did you know that Allen... <laughs> this is so Ian. Casey, <laughs> Casey did you know that Allen Eck was the umpire in the Jesse James, <laughs> Jesse James game? And did you know that Ryan's drunk tonight? And the NFL <laughs> thought that it was good enough <laughs> to promote him to being a referee. I guess Halloween... Isn't the only time you get to dress up as something you're not completely <laughs> qualified for? <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> Ryan, you really should have read this like once I know, before I you did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the first. Here's a guy that's the first time he's reading his own <laughs> Did you know Alan Eck comes from Williamsport, Pennsylvania? The home of the Little League World Series. Well, it was certainly a little league performance that from the Steelers this week, <laughs> both on and off the field. Deontay well, that guy's Johnson, a dick automatically because he's friends with Bozick, obviously. Yes. Deontay Johnson <laughs> saying they mean. lost. God damn it, banishment. Deontay Johnson saying that they lost because the referees, when he came into the game with a case of the Butterfingers. And I don't mean the candy bar that sticks to the roof. <laughs> Your molars. This is terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm quitting. Just kidding. <laughs> George, here's a guy that knows how to read his letters when he writes about his own time. George Pickens said the Jaguars have a hope defense. Well, George, you should look in the mirror because right now, he has a better chance of inheriting inheriting the Hope Diamond than <laughs> what the fuck is happening around than playing for a team that scores 30 points a game. Here's a guy that doesn't know how to read. Well, Casey, I hope you had a good Halloween. I couldn't decide what I was going to dress up as this year. I thought about dressing up as Ben Anderson, <laughs> but cloud <laughs> costumes are out loud on. <laughs> Clown costume. <laughs> this is horrible. This is so good. I can't read it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but clown costumes are outlawed where I live. Oh. I was going to take my kids over to steal dad's house, oh, but my. then I have to explain to them what Werther's originals were. <laughs> 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 Listen, this is terrible. <laughs> oh this God, is terrible. It's so good. It's, it's so, so much, good. It's so terrible. It's so good because I don't know. I've never it's, read this before. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> oh, word. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Ultimately, ultimately, I decided on the scariest costume I could think of, Mad Canada. His trick plays in the red zone are certainly not a treat. Well, Ian, I can't help you with the costume, but <laughs> and it sounds like your favorite football team is heading in the wrong direction. Speaking of heading in the wrong direction, 
This song is down 17 spots this week. Checking in at number 24 is Stop Dragging My Heart Around by Tommy, by Tommy, by Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Bro. Bro. Wow. Don't worry. Close the show now. I will never right. be that drunk for a KC again. All right. Thank you so much, Ian, for giving me a curveball. <laughs> full, full disclosure at like nine o'clock tonight ryan was like i'm drunk i can't do casey and i was like i, I was like do you need me to write something for you and he's like if you have time so in like 10 minutes i just like bang this thing out and i was like yeah i'll just make some jokes about some people on the show Listen, you know and I, I, you know for, for that was really the, good for all, the, for all the people out there that think that casey just comes comes along as it is ian bless your heart but when you write it yourself when you're drunk, you can recite it yourself when you're, when drunk. you're drunk. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's, that's why I asked if you had read it like beforehand because I was like, no. Yeah. no, I didn't. I'm so sorry. And listen, if my if anybody out there is watching, please don't. But please continue to support us. Uh, all right. Um, also, if anyone wants to submit letters to Casey, you can uh, send them in to Ryan and send your hate mail to Steel Dad. Yeah, just but, send it to me. Yeah, contact scblitz at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to share. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't have to be me sending letters no, to Ryan. Other no, anybody can do it. Well. Anybody can do it. Holy We're more shit. than happy to. Oh to my watch. gosh, what a fucking couple days in Atlanta it has been. What <laughs> a blessing. Circle K, fucking white claws, and Ian fucking letters. I, you know, I thought this was where Ian was going, but how does Circle K compare to Sheets? Uh, I mean, oh, not even close, man. You've been to a Sheets? Oh, I've been to both. I I I mean, Circle K is like it's not. Nah, Nah, it's terrible. Yeah, Circle K doesn't have an MTO turkey sub with mustard and mayonnaise. (laughs) A little drunk, but you know, whatever. Right. Uh, that's about it for us tonight, everybody. We've given you 90 minutes of who the hell knows what holes in penetration, I suppose. Uh, anyway, this is me signing off. Make sure you check out the website at steelcityblitz.com. Thanks to everybody joining us on a rare Tuesday night because the Steelers play on a Thursday. Uh, and they'll do it again later. Hey, I'll just, you know, for the record, um, I, these guys wanted to do the show live on Thursday during the game, and mm-hmm. um, and I didn't because mainly Johnny would be sitting behind me and screaming into the Johnny. mic over my shoulder, and I'd also be drunk. And I, I look back so bad. I look back at a lot of the takes that I have during the game, and I'm like, "What the no, dude? That <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, no. You just what you saw on film just now was completely different than what you thought you saw." during the game because one you were drunk and two you were fanboying so yeah no so that was why we're not having a show during the game on thursday which i have no idea what he just said but really uh, really entertaining yeah yeah in any case we're getting on out of here thanks so much everybody thanks all of our loyal listeners thanks to the new listeners that jump on every week too Please. Uh, this has been Thank the SCB you. Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Send hate mail to Steel Dad. <laughs>